0: How far
1: away was she when you first saw her? Just across the creek. It's when I first saw her, she was standing upright. I thought, you know, this is this is unreal. The way it was moving, the massive muscle. Roger had the camera up through his eyes, and he stumbled and fell where you can see the, the shakiness part.
0: lo que sucedió un año una mirada retrospectiva a los eventos grandes y pequeños famosos y olvidados 1967 hey everybody how's it going welcome to the show we're doing it again we are
1: here we are it happened one year 1967
0: yeah we're doing it I'm excited
1: it's remarkable it's remarkable uh, that we've managed to even find topics anymore <laughs>
0: You know, I feel like we open every show this season just disparaging the work that we're doing. And you know I this cannot be it.
1: interesting for the listeners, but <laughs> again, if you listen to this show in season one, I can't believe you're you like are coming into this in season two like this was the interesting year. <laughs> but we just we do the show a lot different this year than we did we the do. first year. The first yeah. year was just we barreled along and this one, you know, a little little stickier.
0: A little stickier. We do often record on holidays, but today we're choosing to record the day before a holiday.
1: That's that's true. Tomorrow technically is a holiday.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil it and tell what holiday it is. It's the day uh, directly between Joe and I's birthdays.
1: <laughs> perfect. That's actually the perfect way to look at it. So exactly. We uh, we did we sort of recorded half of an episode last weekend,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and next weekend we're away, but we're gonna try to record an episode there. But yeah, we this yeah. is the midpoint between our our birthdays because our birthdays yeah. are eighteen days apart. So they are. Yeah. yeah. Vir- Team Virgo, suck it, everybody! <laughs> suck it, Libras.
0: I don't. I don't identify with being a Virgo. Do you? I know a lot of people really identify with their their sign.
1: I think you have to know stuff about like what. <laughs> but I, think, I think most like horoscope stuff is so general. I mean, I and again, I don't want to disparage people who are really into this because I just don't know. Like, yeah, yeah. maybe they do really line up. We tried to talk about this during that birthday episode with all of them Pisces from February 20th of 1967. (laughs) Like, I don't know, like I'm not, you know, so no, I don't, I don't, I don't identify with it, but I remember as a kid, like we would talk about it, you know, like me and my siblings, even though for the life of me, I can't remember what Zodiacs line up with any of them. My mom's also a Virgo, Susie's a Libra. I don't know what's early, I don't know what Angie is. What's early December? Do you know? Nope. I don't know. I think either her or my dad was a Sagittarius, but I'm not sure where that is. I just yeah. don't know. I don't. I don't no pay idea.
0: attention to. I think Virgos are supposed to be pretty Type A, and um, I'm not sure. Neither of us are super Type A.
1: You probably more than me, but probably not by much. No. 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 Is there any one uh, zodiac sign that is they're complete jackholes? Because I'd say that that's probably where we are. <laughs> you know, like Who are uh, the
0: biggest uh, jerks. Sign me yeah. up for that.
1: <laughs> Leos are just a bunch of jags. I don't know. I'm not sure if that's true. <laughs> um, but no, I have no sense of this. So yeah. So if uh, if this event (laughs) could have been said to have taken place on this creature's birthday, then Bigfoot would be a Libra because it was October 20th, 1967. (laughs) However, that's a full grown (laughs) ass Sasquatch. So probably not. What do you think uh, it says about potentially this uh, the Bigfoot being a a Libra?
0: Well, I wish I knew more about what a Libra was. But if uh, if all Libras are big, hairy men and women, then, yeah, I think that works.
1: Great. I don't think that's the case. Um no. Like, I don't know who, like, who was a big hairy dude? Like, uh, Robin Williams, was he a Libra? I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't think he was that tall.
0: Cancers are crabs, right? So are Libras just large, hairy people?
1: I, maybe. I think a Libra, what's the, what's the, the Libra's like the scales, isn't it?
0: We should really learn more about it. Yeah,
1: this. I don't even know. About <laughs> constellations and such?
0: I have no idea. I think so. Or is that Lady Justice?
1: That's, oh, is that what that is?
0: With the scales? Doesn't she have scales? I thought it was
1: literally just scales. Like, it oh. was just, that's the whole thing. Not, nobody, an, I don't think there's a, a, a human in, or a, a creature involved.
0: Oh, it's an inanimate object of scales.
1: That does seem weird, though, because I can't think of another zodiac symbol that's just an inanimate object.
0: Wasn't Sagittarius just a symbol? I don't
1: know. I don't, know. Know, what that I don't know what Sagittarius is. Yeah. <laughs> that's not me. L- listeners. But no, it's an animal of some sort, isn't it?
0: Sagittarius? <laughs> like
1: a, yeah, isn't it like a, like a a like an elk or something?
0: All right. I don't I, know. I don't, don't know. know. It's not built
1: into the name in yeah. any logical way. I had to look this up just to for the for the segue, which we've now totally lost, is that <laughs> the cutoff date is the 23rd. And so this event took place during Libra. <laughs> Why are we? T- I don't understand. But Scorpio is the next one, which yeah. is obviously a, a, a Scorpio. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Can I make things really difficult for you and give you a different answer to the question about him being a Libra? Okay. So are you saying that you think the reason he was out and, and photographable is because it was his birthday and he was celebrating? possibly (laughs) oh i like that idea i like the idea that he's just like he's treating himself to oh i'm sorry it's a she right she's treating herself to a a walk outside of the woods to scare up some gifts i mean
1: it's pretty debatable whether it's a he or a she anyway like they keep saying in all the research and in the videos and such they keep referring to it that it's clearly female but it's not clearly anything so i don't know (laughs) if that's if that's fair but yeah let's just say you know she's a lady on the make and, you know, here in Orleans, California, 40 miles from Oregon, she was out. She decided she'd had enough. She <laughs> left her man, Mr. Bigfoot. Yeah. And uh, Mr. Bigfoot, who do you think you are? She got out, decided to go go to the creek, you know, treat herself to some trout or whatever. And, you know, these bros happened to catch this video. Yeah. So that's well, the event. That's what happened. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, if Mr. Bigfoot is anything like the Sex and the City character, Mr. Big, then mm. she was probably out looking for her Aiden.
1: Well, well, now we've gone down a road I can't follow.
0: Uh, oh, I'm sorry about that. I, I'll save that for my conversations with my friends. We'll talk about Mr. Bigfoot.
1: Yeah, all I know about uh, Mr. Big uh, was uh, he died on a Peloton. Right? Oh, my
0: God. Spoiler alert. <laughs> oh, is that not true? <laughs> no, are people, true? Are people not watching? That was the start of the last season. So, okay. People you,
1: should be caught up by now. You should
0: be caught up. Yeah. And, and it was all over the news. But, yeah. yeah. Um, and
1: Aiden was that guy from Northern Exposure. He was. Yeah, that's yeah. all I got. Yeah. Anyway, so that... Uh, wow, how did we get onto that? <laughs> We were just oh we were talking about Mrs. Bigfoot and Mr. Bigfoot. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, October 20th, 1967. I guess what I never realized about this cuz I think most people have seen this footage even though you kind of claim today you never did. Which I don't buy, because I think even, like, that that footage must have been on the X-Files okay. at one point. Okay,
0: so I've seen the picture yeah. of her turning around, but I've never seen the entire, like, That of,
1: long, the of, long like, thing. her
0: walking. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. But, like, wasn't that on the X-Files
1: at one point? I feel like they're, like, maybe in season think, 10 when they're doing a, a collage of I stuff. I
0: think there's probably a flash of it. But again, I'd seen the picture, yeah, yeah. but I didn't realize that there was video associated right. with it, um, and I'd never seen all of it like that before, right. so...
1: Yeah, but what I learned today, because I always just assumed these were people who happened to have a camera out in the woods, which yeah. does seem like horseshit now in retrospect. But no, these guys, the one guy who really headed up this expedition was a, a Bigfoot enthusiast. He was somebody yeah. looking for Bigfoot. And so that's, I believe, why people are so skeptical. Oh, totally. You're out looking for Bigfoot and you happen to find Bigfoot. Seems pretty crazy, yeah. right? But okay, so just to just to set the scene here, the main guy in this whole endeavor is a guy named Roger Patterson. And he had been looking into Bigfoot stuff for a number of years. He was clearly really into the whole thing. Yeah. And he would go out on these kind of searches with his cameras to look for Bigfoot. This was didn't he wasn't somebody who was carrying around a thirty-five millimeter camera in the Northern California woods, which all seems outrageous, right? But he went on a couple of these sort of expeditions. And the time when this footage takes place is well into his Bigfoot hunting career. And he's with a guy named Bob Gimley. So it's referred to as the Patterson-Gimley film. Yeah. The 1967 film. I have no deep knowledge of this event. Like, I know as much as anybody casually that this was something that happened. Yeah. And I've seen this footage before. Yeah. So all of this was new to me, too. And I thought it was... I've always just assumed we all uh, agreed this is bullshit, right? That this is just a hoax. Yeah. But... I got to be honest, the more stuff I read today, like from expert people who kind of studied yeah. the film or or people who who even studied like Hollywood people who talked about makeup effects and stuff said in 1967 there's some doubt that this is this is a fake thing. That it so, could be fake. Yeah. yeah. And I think so I think there's something to that, which I think is interesting cuz I was just immediately assumed this was bullshit yeah. and had been completely Debunked by now. Yeah. And that's not really the case. Well,
0: so I was reading a little bit about just general Bigfoot sightings, and there's an organization that's like the the Bigfoot field researcher organization, the BFRO.
1: Oh, the BFRO. Yeah,
0: you know, the BFRO. Yeah. I think um,
1: they sang, Don't Bring Me Down.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who you're referring to.
1: Oh, the ELO. ELO. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I, I, I was confused because I thought they were rival disco gangs.
0: Yeah. <laughs> They're they're not. Well, I mean, I don't know what the BFRO does in their spare time, but they at least spend some of their time you know, validating barefoot, uh, uh, Bigfoot sightings.
1: And breakdancing. And breakdancing. Yeah. Um, Electric Boogaloo.
0: (laughs) In in Bigfoot costumes. Yeah. How amazing would that be? Boogaloo
1: shrimp in a Bigfoot costume. (laughs) I think that would be a great idea. Oh, man, I'm down for that. Yeah.
0: Um, But they do say, like, most of the sightings tend to be hoaxes. And I know this is an organization designed around the idea that Bigfoot's real, but um, they do say that some of them have more legitimacy than others. So, you know, I think this is one of the, like, more famous ones. And if you're going to... See Bigfoot, like yes, it's a little weird that this guy was just into seeing Bigfoot, but that's where you you should go because like a third of the sightings in North America are in the Pacific Northwest, like Washington, Oregon, and then into Canada. And yeah. so the idea is like that's probably. I mean, there are a lot in Texas too. Eh. Um, some in the Southeast and sure. Eh, so so maybe multiple Bigfoots, but uh, big feet, if you will.
1: Big feet. Um, yeah. <laughs> but proud yeah. feet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that is the place to be.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's I mean, it seems like that's the reason he was there, and so that's yeah makes some more sense then. Because he wrote a year before this all happens, he self-publishes a book called Do Abominable Snowmen of America really exist? Oh. So he was clearly researching he and, and into yeah. the lore, and that led him to this area. Yeah. And there are other there are other people connected to this event sort of tangentially that really place it around there. Because for the longest time, they didn't even really know where this took place. They knew generally where they were, but they were out in the woods somewhere in in uncharted, unincorporated California. So it's not like they're sort of near Eureka, but it's not that close to anything. And so the the Bigfoot Museum ultimately ends up in Willow Creek, which is also right near Orleans and right near Eureka. So it's all kind of there. But yeah, this area was a hotbed of Bigfoot activity uh, around this time. And so this is why they went there. And, I mean, the story of it... If you watch the video, the story doesn't really add much to that. They were on horseback, so they're trying... They're in this big area, so they didn't want to be walking. Yeah. So they're on horseback allegedly they came around a bend or something and see this thing. And that's why the footage sucks so much because the guy jumps off his horse, gets the camera out, and then is trying to follow it a little bit. Yep. And so the footage sucks. Like, it's bouncy and it's grainy and it's too far away. Yeah. Um, one of the criticisms of it that points to maybe it is a hoax is why doesn't this thing run away? It just sort of casually saunters off, which yeah. seems a little, you know. But on the other hand, if you're a Bigfoot, like, I mean, I guess you could scare a bear... But won't bears just attack you or kind of just walk away? Like, why would bears be afraid of you? Why would Bigfoot be afraid of these people? Yeah, right? exactly. So, anyway, that's what the video basically shows. It's just a minute of this thing walking, yeah. and then it kind of walks away. Yeah. There's other footage that was shot that day that has all disappeared.
0: because By, by those people? By those guys. Yeah, yeah they yeah. were the
1: only guys who were there, and they shot a couple reels of stuff on this, this camera that they had, um, but most of the footage has disappeared because in the subsequent years they sold it and they moved it around in this and that but patterson died in 1972 like oh. he dies very quickly after this yeah. which also leads into more of this kind of hoax conspiracy idea yep. because he knew he was dying part of the thing is oh. if he's dying he's not even going to really benefit from this in his lifetime why would he do it? Like, what's really the point? Is it just for fame? Yeah. But financially, this doesn't really benefit him in any long way. Yeah. As he had lymphoma, like, he knew he was dying. This oh, wasn't wow. even a surprise. Like, yeah. he was clearly ailing, so... Yeah. You know. So that's part of the overall story. Yeah. But I, that, that's all it was. They filmed this, had it processed. Yeah. There's a lot of timeline-type debates about yeah. how long things took and the fact that they were so in such a remote area. Yeah. But that's about it for the actual day.
0: I think that's interesting, because him dying lends itself to, like, why would he do it? But it also kind of lends itself to why wouldn't he do it? Like, there's really kind of nothing to lose. He
1: doesn't suffer the decades of blowback that say Bob Gimlin does. (laughs) Bob Gimlin. He uh, has had to deal with these questions to this day, as he is now 91 years old. (laughs) uh, This has been his lifelong thing. And if it is a hoax, most people would agree Gimlin's not in on it, because he very much is like, I don't think that... He claims that this is real, and that if it was a hoax, it was also perpetrated on him. Oh, <laughs> and there are other people connected to this, but Patterson claimed to his deathbed that this was a real thing. Yeah, but that deathbed was only five years later.
0: Yeah, so, yeah. interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah. What uh, What do you have to jump in here <laughs> before? Because I've got a lot of yeah. people to get to, like oh, yeah, individuals. Yeah. But I, that that's it for the actual event. Well,
0: itself. so I can tell you, like, there's a lot of like this is one Bigfoot sighting. There are lots of Bigfoot sightings in in the world historically recorded. As of 2019, there were over 2,000 from Washington, 1,600 from California, 1,300 from Pennsylvania, over 1,000 from New York and Oregon. And, it, you know, so thousands of sightings reported over the, you know, uh, years that we've been collecting that the BFRO that we mm-hmm. previously uh, referred to, has been collecting uh, sightings, reportings. And so, like, Bigfoot's been around for a while, but, like, Bigfoot goes way back. So the, the like, legend of, of something Bigfoot-y goes back to, like, native tribes and cultures in North America. You also see similar ideas pop up in other, in other countries, on other continents. So it, the, uh, there are three different words for Bigfoot in uh, Asia. So it's been called, they they call him Almas, Yeren, Yeti in Asia, uh, Yowie in Australia, and then there's like a gajillion names for something like Bigfoot in America. So I'm going to go through some of these because they're amazing. Apparently in Florida, for some reason, they call him, him or her Skunk Ape, Sure. Uh, Grassman in Ohio, in Arkansas, oh, the grass man's in town. The, the grass man's in town. Um, he's not looking so good. Um, the folk monster in Arkansas, because there were sightings and there was an event uh, where I think a Bigfoot injured, they, they claimed a Bigfoot injured somebody mm. in uh, near a city that had the word folk in it in Arkansas. In Virginia, they described it as the wood booger. I don't, <laughs> nice. don't know why. The monster of Whitehall in Whitehall, New York, they call him Momo in Missouri, the Honey Island Swamp Monster in Louisiana, the Dewey Lake Monster in Michigan, and the Mulligan Monster in Arizona. Uh, And apparently in in Southern Illinois, we call him the Big Muddy Monster downstate. So if we go downstate, don't don't say Sasquatch, Mm. don't say Bigfoot, the Big Muddy Monster.
1: Look, at it, I don't want to denigrate the people downstate, but downstate <laughs> Illinois is horrible. <laughs> so, okay.
0: <laughs> There's a statue of Bigfoot in a city, like, way down, like, almost on the border of, the, like, the, the eastern border. What is that? Kentucky? Whatever that is. Um, yeah. At the oh, very were end, near
1: Metropolis. Place.
0: Yeah, near, yeah, near yeah. Metropolis. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Um, and then in West Virginia, they call him the, ol- they call them the old men of the mountain. Oh. So. Yeah. Lots of different names for Bigfoot, uh, but been around forever and in a ton of, like, it's just something that people like to believe. That's the theory: is that it, you yeah. know it's something mysterious and in um, this like ape man
1: boogeyman thing, type thing.
0: That, that walks on two feet. Yeah, uh, it gives you something to look for in the woods. Yeah, I mean,
1: I think one of the key things about whether believing this thing exists or not, it's like it's not too far fetched, yeah. right? Like it's really just a big upright animal, which doesn't seem that impossible. I mean, mm-hmm. again, bears exist, so it, it doesn't seem that big of a stretch to yeah. be some sort of bear ape man thing, like. Yeah. The problem with it is that where are the bodies, right? There should be carcasses. That seems to be, like, the key thing, right? Yeah. And the fact that that doesn't exist, I mean, unless they're real secretive, like, they're dying underground and, I don't know, they they quickly decompose, that that does seem to be the catch.
0: I mean, most scientists seem to say that this isn't a thing. Right. Um, And, like, there's some pretty clear like options for what any Bigfoot sighting can be. Like it could be a bear to your point. Like some bears do walk on two feet. They don't look super humany, but like they do walk on two feet. There's a proposal that some of them are are apes that escaped from zoos. And so that's possible, especially given how rare it is. Although weird that it would happen a lot in the Pacific Northwest, but sure. That it's just humans. Um, That there are feral humans that live in the woods, Sure, Could be a aboriginals. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then there's there's this whole group of people who have sighted uh, or have seen Bigfoot and uh, say his eyes glow, which would make it not human. So then they're like, well, that's probably just a raccoon. Um, right. or, or something that has the the reflective eyes in yeah. the uh, at night. And then the fact that a lot of the sightings, not all of them, obviously, but that there are a fair number of sightings at night and people are like, oh, they're nocturnal, but there's no primate that's nocturnal. So that doesn't make any sense. And so yeah. there are a lot of like, there are a lot of very clear and reasonable explanations for pretty much any Bigfoot sighting unless you've seen this video in which case uh, you know Bigfoot exists as I now do.
1: (laughs) Sure. I mean well that's the whole thing is that like again I've seen this video in the past and always just thought well that looks like somebody in a suit yeah but uh, a lot of the like people who've studied this video who seem like they have legitimate credits like again I didn't watch like these people to see like is it look like that crazy guy who's talking about aliens with the hair like is it are these crackpots but it seems like a lot of people kind of say that that this thing doesn't really move in that human a way and so you know it's not just that it's like the idea that well somebody could be walking funny or they could be doing this or that but it's the idea that Patterson wasn't (laughs) clever enough to perpetrate this kind of hoax. Yeah. Which strikes me as odd because he was somebody who clearly was studying this. And and they said, like, he studied, you know, he, he was a painter a little bit. So he studied human musculature and stuff and, like, animal musculature. So, like, he yeah. could theoretically concoct something like this. But they say also that this suit was so complicated for 1967 for an amateur yeah. to be able to make this that no one's ever really been able to even replicate it in any reasonable way. And so that's why they started interviewing Hollywood people to yeah. see like could you actually make this. So the the people who I think are really interesting that they talk to are the real best people and they claim yeah this thing looks shitty and this is this is a this is a suit. Yeah. But these again are the best people now. People like Rick Baker or yeah. people who who Stan Winston who made really complicated yeah. you know Costuming, but also really yeah. complicated, like machines or things yeah. that could make it look this way. These aren't people from 1967. Yeah. When you watch any movie from that time, everything looks terrible. Like, yeah. there's there aren't good suits. Godzilla looks horrible. Like, everything looks bad, right? Yeah. And so, at one point in, in what I was reading, I think it was Stan Winston, uh, straight accuses the guy who won the Oscar for making Planet of the Apes of making this suit. Really? And, like, he just straight says, like, John Chambers made this suit, right? <laughs> And, like, and just says, like, that's what, he clearly was playing a joke on this guy. He made this suit and gave it to him. He's like, well, he did that. Later, he says he didn't. And Chambers, while he was still alive, had to claim that, yeah, I did not do that. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That That's not what happened. That's gutsy to not just say it's a suit, but be like, I know who it is. It's that guy. He's
1: like, you know, I I don't know, because Planet of the Apes is right around that time. That he's just like, yeah, that guy made it, gave him this terrible suit, and was like, yeah, go film it, whatever. But, like, there are a lot of people who claim also to have been involved in this hoax. like. There's a guy who gets mentioned a lot as being out with Patterson in the early days of him looking yeah. for Bigfoot and, and filming stuff. And his name is Bob Hieronymus. And way down the road...
0: That's a great name.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> way down the road, Bob Hieronymus claims that he is the man in the suit. Oh. He said just straight out, like, I it was me. You know, yeah. I, I, was, I was out with Patterson doing these things. He said that he didn't come forward with this after Patterson died because he thought there was going to be money in this. And the fact that, like, the rights to that little film and... There was all documentaries made and stuff made around the time. Bigfoot became a great big deal. Yep. Even though the Bigfoot name didn't really exist before this. Like, that was something sort of they created. You know, up until this point, he was the Abominable Snowman or he yeah. was the Sasquatch or something. But it seems like they trademarked it. Even if it did exist, it was, like, yeah. their thing, right? Yeah. And so Bob Hieronymus thought he was going to make money off of this. Uh. Um, so in the 90s or something, he claims then straight up, I'm the guy in the suit. And... The thing is, he has no proof of it. You would think that, like... Like, they like people claimed, you know, they, they saw he, he had a... Like, his relatives or something claimed he had this suit. Yeah. And that that's something, but he doesn't have it anymore. His, like, recollections don't really match with a lot of stuff. He yep. wasn't tall enough to have been that thing. Oh. I mean, again, he could have been wearing yep. things to make him look taller. Yep. But there's a lot of reasons to believe he's not in the suit. Now, the problem is, why lie about that? There's no real reason... But again, these people are getting asked these questions for decades. Yeah. It's at some point, maybe you just want to be like, yeah, no, that was me. Like, let's yeah. just stop talking about this. Yeah, yeah. To the point that Bob Gimlin, again, claims that he was not involved in this. And how is that even possible? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So like why even do that unless it's like did he did Patterson rope people in yeah. and then have somebody with him as like a witness to totally. double down and be like well this is it. I mean
0: you know? I think that's exactly why you do it. Like yeah. that makes total sense.
1: But, but how it's... advanced must have this thing been in yeah. real time to be able to pull that off, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. But again, the other thing, the other real thing that they point to as far as like well if he had acquired this suit and made this film, like wouldn't there be some sort of trail of this? And there was. He did order an ape suit at some point. But Uh he was making a movie. Like, he's making documentaries, but then recreating stuff. And so because of that, he's doing these depictions. He has this suit in case they need it to, like, film this sort of stuff. Patterson. Patterson does. Yeah. So in 1967, he's already making, like, what he's calling this Bigfoot documentary. And he's going to be filming these moments. He needs somebody to dress up in that suit anyway, right? So they have a suit. But they have a legitimate reason to have the suit, right?
0: Ooh, that's pretty suspicious. I I don't know about that.
1: Well, I mean, because at least it's something to point back to. Yeah. But it also works in the two-edged way. Like, do you have it because you need it for these uh, reenactments? Reenactments. Yeah. So you have this suit for reenactments. Yeah. But also, you know, do you have the suit for this actual event? But how? everybody to a man seems to say this suit is so complicated that it would have cost him a fortune and... You know, he does... There is something as far as, like, his equipment was sort of expensive, but a lot of that was rented. Yeah. You know, could he even have afforded to to do this yeah. in as realistic a way as everybody seems to yeah. say it is, even though when you watch the video, it looks awful, yeah. and it's hard to say how, how complicated it really is.
0: That? Right. Like, I guess the thing that I am I question is people being able to say, like, the suit's so complicated and amazing, because, like, the footage is grainy. How do you even know that? Yeah. One, and, and then, two, I do think, like if you, if you put yourself in his shoes, right, you're spending your life chasing Bigfoot, and there's no data, like, it's, how do you chase Bigfoot? There's, yeah. no, there's no definitive information to even go on to, like, know where to find him, or know where to go, like, literally, there are sightings of him all across the country, and in other countries, and in Asia, and so, yeah. so, like, how do you, how do you figure that out? Don't you at one point just want to be like, Fuck it. Like, I'm just going to put a suit up and, like, I'm done. Like, especially if you happen to know you're sick, even if he didn't. Like, you must want to see him so badly that you'll do anything to sort of say that you did. I don't know. I, I, while I think the footage looks very real, I don't, I I find it hard to believe it's a guy in a suit. I don't know. It certainly could be. But the funny thing is, like, there is precedent for... I mean, there's been lots of Bigfoot hoaxes over, over time, but it's funny that you talk about the Bigfoot name, because I was reading about it. it. These guys didn't create it. It existed before yeah. this time. I think they,
1: they just copied. it. They, they, they wanted yeah, to yeah. make that money. Yeah,
0: yeah. but it, it goes back... It actually wasn't around that long. It goes back to 1958, where oh. this guy, who was... Uh, his name was Jerry Crew. He worked for a, a logging company. He was a bulldozer operator, and he started to find these big, huge human-like footprints in the mud or whatever, and so... He like took a cast of it. He like called a reporter and blah blah blah. And then after he died in 2002, the family of one of his dead coworkers who had died since then said that their father did it. So th- so some d- this guy named Ray Wallace was just out in the mud like stamping, yep. and that's where Bigfoot came from because they took a cast of it and of the feet, and they started calling him Bigfoot. We're just out in the mud, be like. ha, <laughs> And then the other guy saw them and went to the news. Like, yeah. what a great prank to play on your co-worker. But that's how, um, and that's in Willow Creek, which became the big foot capital of the world.
1: Yeah. So weirdly, the next thing I was going to get to was Ray Wallace. Because oh, really? there is another theory that Ray Wallace was in on this. Oh. Because that is, again, why he was looking there, was because there was all these, these footprints. Yeah, prints. yeah. And when Ray Wallace dies in 2002, he says that he mm-hmm. made these footprints. Mm-hmm. But there's also the school of thought that, A, Ray Wallace is in on this, And he was the guy in the suit. Yeah. Or B, that like Patterson wasn't even in on this and Ray Wallace was still running this hoax on him (laughs) and actually just has the suit on his own. And so like, there's a lot of theories about this. And I think, I think it's just a lot of people have sympathy in retrospect for Patterson because because he dies and like, whether or not this is even real, it's fun, right? Like Patterson, he, he, Patterson goes on a tonight show, like doing all of these things and like, you know, he, for a couple years has kind of a fun little run, right? The rights get all screwed up. Gimlin clearly gets screwed on a lot of this. Yeah. Uh, So does Bob Hieronymus. Like, there's a lot of people who are getting shafted a little bit. But, like, you know, again, you're making money off of a a complete nonsense 56-second video.
0: You kind of don't want to debunk it, even if it's not true.
1: Right. And, like, I guess there's enough debate inside of that video about, you know, basic musculature and zoology and things that, like your average person's not gonna be able to debate. Yeah. That like if they come out and say, This doesn't really seem like a human, but like it could be if it was like that but they're doing they're running a great hoax if it is. Yeah. And that there's not many people involved in it yeah. who are still around and have any kind of proof. Yeah. That you're kinda like, you know, good for them. Maybe it is true. Like yeah. I really on this just in the course of today, I'm kind of around to like I guess it's possible, right? Yeah. Like I really think that like you know, when it comes to like the deep woods in really remote places like this. Yeah. You know, it's possible that, that you know, some sort of bear like thing could have grown in such a way that that this is just how it gets around. That doesn't seem that far fetched to me. I mean yeah. it's odd that, you know, there isn't more realistic footage this day and age. Yeah. And that there aren't bodies, but I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't seem, you know. I also have never run across a dead bear. Like, I'm not out there looking, so I don't know how common it is. There's <laughs> right? a lot of dead bear in Grant Park. No, that doesn't happen too often. I saw that coyote that one time. That was kind of wild, but, you know.
0: Oh, there was a fox on, uh, like, Prairie and, and 14th the other day. Oh, yeah? yeah? Yeah. yeah.
1: It's weird the, how these animals get here. Yeah. Like, that, they yeah. just swim across the lake. <laughs> they tag along on a boat. I don't understand. like Dracula? I don't
0: understand. So. Joe and Sarah demonstrate that they know nothing about foxes. How do foxes work? You know,
1: so. Oh, it just strolls. Oh, yeah, I just okay.
0: walked over it. Yeah. Uh, but
1: yeah, so that's, you know, I, there's, a, there's a lot kind of to this. There's a lot to chew over. There's a lot of little boring details as yeah. far as like the frame rate of the footage and, yeah. uh, you know, how long it took them to get anywhere because it's so far away and, you know, I don't know. So that's kind of dull, but yeah. like if you just focus on kind of the, you know, the hot highlights, it's a pretty fun story and yeah. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't come out of it as completely like, there is no way this is true. Yeah. As I as I thought I was going to be.
0: Same. When we watched that video the first time, I was like, oh, hey, that's Bigfoot. Right. Like, I was totally convinced. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, because it does, it moves sort of human-ish. Yeah. But, like, the more they break it down, you're kind of like, oh, like I guess I could see how that's yeah. not exactly human. Yeah. Know? Yeah. So there's something to that. Yeah. I, you know, I'm not somebody who really believes in a lot of things like that. Like, yeah. You know, lately I've been going over a lot of UFO stuff for our big upcoming episode. <laughs> and, like, I don't know what to make of that. You yeah. know, a, a, a lot of UFO stuff in general. Because it seems like so much of it, yeah. there should be something by now. Yeah. And there's not. That, Especially, again, this day and age. Like, yeah. Be, yeah, sure, in the 60s, you know, mass communication not being what it is. But now you would think there'd be footage of stuff, yeah. of everything by
0: now. Yeah. And But maybe not.
1: Like, maybe that's just assuming... You know, technology and media is so you know vast and accurate that you would have. Them, yeah.
0: So. I think the other thing that's interesting about this is over time how how consistently some of these, like, supernatural ideas. I think UFOs are one of them. Bigfoot's actually one of them. Like, how consistently these come up in cultures spread across the world. Yeah. That, like, going far back where they wouldn't have any interaction, there was a, a story about... Now, this is still in Central California, but petroglyphs on a, at a site called Painted Rock that depict a group of Bigfoot, and mm. they called them hairy man, and it's estimated to be between 500 and 1,000 years old. Like, it just goes way... And there are, you know... Again, like native groups and, and things who, who talk about these uh, these creatures, like going back in so many different cultures. I just think that's, I don't know why that, I'm not enough of a social scientist or social, you know, human historian to know why that continues to come up. But yeah. the fact that that just keeps coming up in, in different cultures, I think is really interesting.
1: Well, there's like, there's examples of stuff like that, you know again, this round-the-world idea. And again, I think that, like, a Sasquatch or a Bigfoot isn't that different from, like, stuff you already have. It's yeah. just a slightly exaggerated thing. Yeah. But they say, like, you go back to ancient civilization, dragons exist in every corner of culture That's in the crazy. world. And how is that possible? Because yeah. that seems so far-fetched yeah, yeah. that, like, you know, is it like taking, like, some sort of weird sea creature and then turning it, like, well, this was also in the sky, you know? Yeah. Like, how does that How does that grow up? Yeah. And yet... It exists everywhere and in unconnected cultures. And so, like, there's something to that. Like, is this just what the human mind can't imagine? And so, eventually, it imagines everything, you know?
0: Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And the other thing that I think is interesting is there are consistencies between people's stories, right? Yeah. And so, like, relatively consistently, when there's footprints, they say Bigfoot had claws. And, you know, he's always tall and he's always hairy, like, obviously. Yeah. But there's actually multiple people who say that he smelled bad. Oh. Like, really foul smelling.
1: Stank ass. He, was,
0: he had yeah. that stank ass. Yeah. Um, one of the, the people I saw kind of quoted as saying this was the guy who runs the Bigfoot uh, Museum. Mm. He says he smelled Bigfoot and he smells. Sure. What was sure. it? That I'm going to pair. But it was like garbage that had rolled around in other garbage. Mm. It was pretty like horrifying. Um, The
1: minister of funk.
0: (laughs) Yes. And then uh, Teddy Roosevelt did not report seeing Bigfoot, but did write in his book, uh, The Wilderness Hunter from 1893. Uh, that he had met a mountain man uh, who told him about a foul-smelling bipedal creature who uh, ransacked his beaver trapping camp and killed his companion. Oh, um, and Roosevelt didn't believe it. He said the guy probably he attributed this this idea to him, the guy being German. <laughs> Not great. <laughs> sure. Uh, <laughs> If you, can, if you
1: can blame it on the Han, go ahead. That's he's probably the, the way to the go. Is the views
0: of Teddy Roosevelt, not the views of "It Happened One Year" uh, <laughs> producers or or stars? Yeah. So I, I don't know. Like it's just interesting how like all the stories have consistencies even across time.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think one of the I mean, this is sort of one of the criticisms of Patterson was the idea that a lot of the descriptions that he was giving were these very consistent descriptions throughout history. So yeah. it's kind of just like are you just parroting history? Sure. But but you know there is still this idea that like well how could they have made that suit if that suit is that complicated yeah. the guy who did the effects for 2001 which was made right around that time says that he's thought the same thing that like the suits it's the suit was too complicated oh. and he made all the monkey suits in the beginning of 2001 wow. so like if these people are saying this contemporaneously you're kind of yeah. like well you know maybe there's something to that but on the other hand i don't know maybe maybe uh, patterson was a lot more skilled at making yeah. <laughs> high-end, you know, sci-fi costuming than you know than we yeah. thought. So.
0: he would have been a more skilled hoaxer than the Montana man in 2012, who was trying to perpetrate a Bigfoot hoax and was killed by a car. <laughs> so, so.
1: so he thought he would scare the car, yes. and the car killed him. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yes. that's fair. Yeah, uh, his head rolled off, and they're like, "Ah, oh, uh, it's just a guy." Yeah. Try again. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, he can't.
1: Well, it's like crop circles. I think growing up, I always assumed crop circles were legit because they seem to exist everywhere. And then I just—it sounds like it's just a guy. It's just some guy doing it. Yeah. You know.
0: I don't know anything about crop circles.
1: You've seen pictures. of I mean, of crop I know circles, what they though. are, yeah, but yeah. like,
0: I don't know what the pr- what the going theory is. The about The theory why was that created.
1: they were they were UFOs yeah, that like. landed in corn or whatever and created all those circles. Yeah. But like, yeah, it's just like a guy like out there like walking around with like big wooden planks to knock <laughs> all the corn down or whatever and making these circles. And they're just kind of cool looking. There's, there's, I mean. <laughs> That's all I always heard. Like, uh. there's actually no proof that crop circles are anything. Like, they're <laughs> just just nonsense. It's just an art project.
0: Oh, uh, so, that's so disappointing. It's just
1: like a corn maze. I
0: wanted crop circles to be a thing.
1: Yeah. I mean, maybe they're more legit than I think, but i that's what I had always heard was that, like, I remember seeing pictures of them as a kid and thought they were amazing. Yeah. I was like, this is so cool. And then, like, once you see it's just, like, a guy walking around with, like, wooden planks, knocking <laughs> them all down and creating patterns. And I'm yeah. like, oh, that's not as cool at all. Yeah. This is just dumb ways farmers entertain themselves. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, are we moving to uh, to Oregon to take up squatching? I think
1: we should. I think it's time for some squatching. So,
0: <laughs>
1: like, uh, what was it Lake Lake uh, What was it called? What was o- that? Oka-bo-ji. Oka-bo-ji. She's okie dokie.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we should. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're going to California next week, so we, we take a very extended road trip. I think driving from. Uh, from basically L.A. to there would take like fifteen hours. Oh, it'd
0: take forever. We're in the it's wrong part of California. The
1: entire West Coast.
0: If Bigfoot's in the desert, Bigfoot's did.
1: Oh yeah, there's. I don't think there's a desert Bigfoot. I yet, think that that's a that's a mirage. I
0: think, I think so. the hottest day we're gonna be there is gonna be one o two. Yeah. Bigfoot's not gonna make it. I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> we're barely gonna make it. Let's yeah, be honest.
1: Yeah. No, and, and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be pounding waters. So <laughs> I think it'd have to be like an upright camel. Like what else would survive in the desert like that? So, upright camel. Would be.
0: Oh my. <laughs> that,
1: that dude'd be twelve feet tall.
0: was... Tipping backwards because of the humps. Because the humps. <laughs> yeah. so, whoa, whoa, he's whoa, carrying whoa. a real heavy backpack all the time.
1: <laughs> oh my god. Uh, well, there you, go. there you go. That is the Patterson uh, Gimlin film, yeah, uh, 1967. Yeah. Which I we learned today existed we, we uh, in '67. Yeah, yeah. Had no idea. So I think we've uh, I think we've done solid work here. Yeah. Yeah. What other? Uh, do you want to go out with uh, what other? What are your other fav- favorite hoaxes or things that could be real and aren't real? What do you got?
0: Oh, I have a favorite. A uh, suspected monster. Okay. And it's not Nessie. Oh. And it's not Bigfoot. Okay. It is the Lake Champlain monster, whose name escapes me right now. I... A- as he has eluded foot photography, <laughs> his name escapes me. What is it
1: like a sea creature?
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just like Nessie, but yeah. it's a. Uh, it's in Lake Champlain, which is just on the border of New York and Vermont. Oh. There's like a there's a, a mythical monster in that sea. Oh. Yeah.
1: He's just up there chilling.
0: Just up there hanging out.
1: Not familiar at all. Yeah, uh, Scranton didn't have mythical monsters that I could remember. Like, there wasn't, like, a coal monster who would come out and he's like, you know, he'd steal your shoes or whatever. And I don't know. That that didn't exist. So as a kid, uh, we didn't really have anything like that.
0: Oh, that's it. Yeah. I mean, are you telling me nothing? Oh, his name was Champ. Or Ch- Champy. Like- Champy? Effort. Is that
1: Wasn't that, that that science fiction movie? I am consciousness. I am alive.
0: <laughs> I am Jempy. I am Jempy. <laughs> no, I think that was the old guy who's the boss. Who, oh, uh...
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. The guy who was the voice from Robin Hood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do, 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 do. They call me a slob,
0: but I do my job. Yeah, no, he, uh, he's a, a lake monster in Lake Champlain. Oh, well, that's pretty good. Yeah.
1: So you got him. Uh, there's uh unicorns.
0: Ooh, I don't uh, like unicorns. That's
1: fun. That yeah. that some people think that exists.
0: Question: Narwhals. Are they real? Yeah, I thought so.
1: Narwhals a straight real thing. Definitely knew that. It's kind of like a dolphin with a horn. Yeah, but that's a that's a
0: actual secret. It's right, like a unicorn. That's a dolphin, but it's but it's real. I'm pretty sure it's real.
1: You don't see them in zoos though. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's for the best. Because they'd probably be stabbing everybody. They, they would you, take over.
0: What do you have against narwhals? You put a
1: narwhal in a zoo, I think that becomes the king of the zoo. So that's all there all right, is that to it. That sounds great. Yeah.
0: Um, it's a medium-sized toothed whale that Whoa. has a large tusk.
1: So it's got teeth and a horn. Yeah. If it could sing, that thing would take over. That would take over the world by storm. <laughs> Hello, my baby. Hello, my.
0: <laughs> it's uh, waters are in Greenland, Canada, and Russia. So Russia's oh. hoarding all the narwhals. No. Oh. Well, maybe
1: maybe there's like Canadian zoos with narwhals.
0: Oh man, we gotta try and see a narwhal.
1: Yeah, now we do. Now <laughs> that we know it's real. <laughs> that's like saying, like, oh, we gotta go see a Bigfoot. Gotta go squatchin'. <laughs> gotta go norwallin'. <laughs> see what we come up She's with. That's
0: just going to a zoo. That's just going to a zoo. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, yeah, that's about it. I d I can't think of any other like real you know, what are things that are sort of exist and sort of don't? Or like just hoaxes, like the Piltdown Man. It's not really the same thing. The you what? Know? The Piltdown Man. The Piltdown man was uh, they I think they thought he was the missing link between like Cro-Magnon man and modern man or whatever oh. and it was like somebody with a head with a human jaw or something like that. Oh. And years later they discovered this was this was a hoax.
0: Interesting. Yeah, this
1: was somebody somebody created the Piltdown yeah. Man, but yeah.
0: I was reading that somebody uh, created a hoax of uh, Bigfoot in ice and which I guess is just an abominable snowman. Um, and that it ended up at the Museum of the Weird in Austin. Oh, we
1: saw that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember that was a Bigfoot. I remember that was something. Yeah, because we saw they they take you into that dark room oh, with, yeah, the, yeah. with the ice. Remember, yeah. but yeah. I don't remember. What it looked like? Oh, because that's they only, right. Remember, they only opened... It was just us and the guy. Yeah. And they opened the the container, and you could see it, but I, it wasn't.
0: I was picturing the place we went in San Antonio, and I couldn't remember being there. The like big museum that we went to, but this was literally we went to this house, and you like go to. Yeah, the, the museum of the, of the, the
1: weird was weird. It was yeah. like a little, and yeah, you they let you out the back. Sort yeah. yeah. Of, um, and you
0: like go through a courtyard because there's only those upstairs. couple
1: little rooms. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like that was. I, I don't remember even. There's like shrunken yes. heads in there, and there's yes, a couple yes, things.
0: Yes, yes, I remember that. But now. yeah,
1: there's like the one dude who like. Cause you're supposed to really take your time going around that little corner, yeah. and they show you like weird stuff.
0: Yeah.
1: And then yeah, they take you into that room. I don't remember. Yeah. I, I didn't remember what that thing was. That's
0: right. That it was. It was supposedly a Bigfoot in ice.
1: Yeah. No, that's that was horseshit. Yeah. Whatever that whatever that <laughs> thing is in the ice, that is nothing. That is something somebody made as an art project. <laughs>
0: so. And
1: I assume every five years they make another one. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 Museum of the Weird was cool, but it was weird. It was weird. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of there was a lot of fakery. Yeah. A, a lot, lot of hoaxy lot, stuff a lot of hokum going on in yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah well so if you're in Austin I guess pop in there and see your own Bigfoot yeah but uh, otherwise I you know we'll I guess we'll go see that statue yeah and then oh and if we end up in I again forget Willow Creek that's, there there's a museum yeah so, yeah if Bob Gimlin's listening uh, phone in
0: <laughs> <laughs> tell us
1: tell us again that you are not involved yeah tell I mean, us
0: you knew right come on
1: <laughs> Roger Patterson he, he he pulled the wool over your eyes or you got a little you got you, got, you got a little handout for this I
0: don't buy it he I cut think, you in right? I think you're in on it <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're just accusing him yeah because again it seems crazy yeah uh okay well i think that wraps it up we did the outro got all over the place yeah yeah so i think that's about it. Are there any good bigfoot songs i only know like go go godzilla by the blue oyster cult and uh, there's gotta be a bigfoot song isn't
0: there no no i don't think so hmm. is there a song about a yeti the yeti song no yeah. like a monster mash type song am i making that up that you
1: that, that could exist Yeah. What about the abominable snow monster of the north? He didn't have any songs in Rudolph. Yeah. He was mean, nasty. He hated everything to do with Christmas. Oh. That's all I could think. He didn't have a song. He couldn't talk. No. Yeah. And they pulled all his teeth out. You know what? Let's go out on that dark note.
0: All right. Thanks, everybody. This has been It Happened One Year. Please, enjoy your social media and maybe take a look at us. We're there too. Give us a rating. Say hi. Thanks.